Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Ah, bonjour, bonjour. Coming to you from Phoenix, Arizona, where it's, of course, quite warm. Don't you know, nah? <laughs> and uh, I'm here for the teacher trainings that John Mundy and I are offering starting on Thursday. Three teacher trainings back-to-back. Inspired writing, inspired speaking, and inspired teaching. And we're inspired to offer them, which is wonderful. Yeah, so I just arrived here yesterday. I'll be doing next week's broadcast from Phoenix as well. Scottsdale, actually, is where I am. Just very, very hot this time of year, of course. But uh, we're we're indoors and going out early morning. And I am grateful to begin us off with a prayer. So I invite you to do as I am doing and place your hand on your heart. Let's take that breath of love and gratitude together and be so grateful, so thankful to open ourselves to the unprecedented, unlimited divine love. We are grateful and thankful to open our hearts and open our minds to the fullness of perfect peace, perfect love, perfect joy, our true identity, perfect, perfect all the way. We are grateful to partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self and to remember and recognize that right where we are, there is an eternal flow of love, and that eternal flow of love is happening in our awareness. We're opening ourselves to see it, to know it, to feel it, to experience it in every moment of every day, completely flowing in a loving way. We are grateful and thankful to say yes to our wholeness and our healing. Grateful and thankful to share the benefits with everyone. We dedicate ourselves to healing right here, right now. All boats rise on this holy tide of love and in gratitude, we let it be. We know it's done and so it is. Amen. 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 We are blessed. So blessed. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, interesting topic today, something I'm an expert about. It's ending self-medication. Self-medication is a form of self-sabotage and... I was, as some of you may know, uh, I was just camping in Vermont for uh, about six, seven weeks, most of the last six, seven weeks, and uh, staying in my tent in the Green Mountains and loving it, doing my glamping thing. I really, I'm definitely a nature girl, an outdoorsy girl. And uh, and also a nerd, like I'm a, a bit of a nature nerd, God nerd, definitely love the nerds. <laughs> and um, so I was, I don't know if I was going for a walk in the woods or meditating, but somewhere along that way in my contemplative experience, I, one of the things I'm always doing is I'm always asking spirit to tell me how I can be more helpful. How can I be more helpful? How can I be more helpful? You know, one of the things that I advocate for frequently is to partner up with the Holy Spirit and to be in that constant communication with uh, the the Holy Spirit, and so one of the things that I am so grateful for from the teachings of A Course in Miracles is the truly helpful prayer. 
right? So everybody knows it's on page 28. <laughs> and, uh, and the gist of it is, I'm here only to be truly helpful. And sometimes people go, and by here, where do you mean, Jennifer? Here in this experience. I am here in this experience only to be truly helpful. And when I am willing to be truly helpful, then what, what happens is that I open my mind to spirit to tell me. I don't have to figure it out. And let me just say, this is, it's, this is really in line with the self-medication topic because I, my personality has a very analytical aspect to it. I love statistics. And I used to truly believe that information was power and that even information would validate me. So I was someone that I used to think, I need to read the New York Times every day and I'm failing. I'm not reading it every day. I need to stay up on all the issues. I'm failing because I'm, I had all these concepts of how I was to be in this world in order to not be failing. So my deep, deep, deep inner sense of uh, something's wrong with me, that's how it used to feel to me, that deep, deep sense of something is really profoundly wrong with me, I would compensate for it by getting all A's and by doing everything perfectly and doing it right and, and, uh, on and on and on and on and on. And I know a lot of people who have these same in, I, ideas that, uh, our healing is going to come from our intellect. And we learn as Course in Miracles students that the intellect is the purview of the ego, that it's really run by the ego, and that consciousness is the first step away from really being in tune with spirit, is that, that consciousness uh, aspect of awareness. And so we cultivate an intellect, and we cultivate the ability to understand and comprehend things, which is quite different from knowing them. I just came from a yoga retreat, uh, Satnam Fest in um, the Berkshires, and um, we did this class with Gurmukh, who's a very well-known Kundalini yoga teacher, and uh, she gave us this breakout, and in the breakout with my fellow breakout people, we were talking about beliefs. And people were saying that first you believe something and then you can work towards knowing it. And I said, I really don't think that's true. In my experience, I can go right to knowing something. And many times people will say to me, how do you know that? And I say, how do I know? Like, how do I know that I love someone? Is it I be first I believe I believe I love you. No, you're just like, oh, I just love you. <laughs> There's a knowing to it. There's a complete knowing of it. Like, do I believe that I don't like lima beans? I know it. <laughs> I know it. There was no belief and then knowing. And so, as I've said many, many, many times, let us abandon thinking we have to understand things in order to know them. The, the, the path of really knowing, even uh, advanced mathematics, is not through, it's not through the intellect. We can just know things. This is how we're designed. And so when it comes to self-medication, self-medication is a form of self-sabotage. Self-sabotage is a way that we slow down our spiritual growth and awakening. That's what it's for. Uh, 
So knowing that's what self-sabotage is for and self-medication is for the purpose of self-sabotage, we can move past the intellect and go right to our healing, right? We can say, okay, I would like to increase my spiritual growth by all means. And I am willing, I am willing, Holy Spirit, make it so. That, that command to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, make it so. It's, we're not, Holy Spirit, make it so, or else. It's Holy Spirit, I am now completely willing, and so I am saying, make it so. I'm ready for you to remove the blocks to love in my mind. So uh, back to, I was in the woods camping, and it came into my awareness because I was asking the question yet again, what am I, how can I be more helpful? Because I'm here only to be truly helpful. How can I be more helpful? In other words, how can I get out of the way of being 100% helpful? My, my prayer daily is to align with divine will in everything. And I am not aware of having a fear of it. But I'm also aware that I'm not 100% there. And I'd like to be. Not in a way like, oh, I really want that. No, just that's my intention. That's the direction I'm facing. So in, in the, the answer prayer came through in my awareness, do a free class on healing the habit of self-medication. So it's been interesting for me in the last few weeks because I jumped right on it and I said to my team, okay, we're going to do this. And somebody on my team, Danny on my team, she came up with, let's do a five-day challenge on Facebook. So we just started it yesterday. And um, so I said, okay. And she, and she said, when do you want to do this? As soon as possible. I'm totally on with this right now. And the whole team was a bit like, ah, we have a lot going on already. I'm like, I know, I know, but I'm going to be doing most of it. Can we just do it? So we, we have, and I commend my team for their willingness to come along with me because they work really, really intensely <laughs> because I'm always doing new things. Nobody ever gets to rest. <laughs> it's always, okay, now what else can we do? How can we be truly helpful even more? So this five-day free challenge is on. And uh, as I said, we started yesterday. And uh, what's been happening for me in the last couple of weeks since Spirit gave me this idea is I've been looking at my own experience of ending self-medication, which is our topic today. And I've been learning things and realizing things that I didn't even really have an awareness of before. That's pretty cool. So I'd like to share some of that with you today. And of course, I'm sharing a lot in the challenge itself. So if you're interested, and it may be that by the time you listen to this recording, it could be years from now, <laughs> and the challenge would be way over. One thing you can know is you can always write to admin, A-D-M-I-N, at jenniferhadley.com. That is our customer care team. And they are wonderful people who will do their best to answer any questions or to be supportive. And so you can always write to them. And uh, we have at livingacourseofmiracles.com and jenniferhadley.com, we have a member site. It's a portal. And I just love this because if you've ever signed up for a class with us, if you have any recollection of what your email was, or maybe you gave us your phone number, we can always find you in the member site and help you renew your password. And anything you ever signed up for, whether it was free or whether it was paid, will be in that member site. Now, we started the member site, I think, 
2013. So it's 2018. So it's really only the last five years. But we can always, if it's prior to that, we can always do our best to help you find it or some equivalent. So I love that because many times I have bought classes that I totally forgot about. But with having everything in the member site, if you forget about it, you can go and look in the member site and see what's there that I never listened to, whether it was free or paid for. How awesome is that? It's awesome. So admin at jenniferhadley.com if you'd like to um, participate in this challenge after the fact. And uh, if you'd like to, if you're listening live or right away, you can always go register for it. And we're doing it principally at Facebook. So we have a um, Facebook group that we're working in. And uh, you can find out if you are following me, Jennifer Helen Hadley, or is it Jennifer H. Hadley? I can't remember. At Facebook. I don't know that I'm following myself. <laughs> I guess it's Jennifer Helen Hadley. Um, you can always see things posted there for, on my Facebook pages. And uh, also, Course in Miracles radio show. We have a Facebook um, fan page there, and you can find things there too as well. Always helps us if you like our posts and comment on them. So self-medication. Here's what I'm learning after the fact, and I think this is so amazing, and I've just been literally flying on waves of gratitude with these realizations. So I'll be very transparent and let you know that self-medication was an issue for me. I, I remember it being an issue for me as a child. As a child, because one of the things that happened for me was, um, I think I had a lot, I, I know I had a lot of anger and resentment as a child, and uh, I, I believe I brought it in with me to heal it, and situations and circumstances in my family pushed those buttons, it activated it, intensified it, so it would come up for healing, which it has. And the healing has happened, and I'm very grateful for that. So I started self-medicating very early on as a way to escape all that intensity of feeling, anger, and resentment. So many children will overeat because they eat so fast that they're full long before they recognize it. I remember one time uh, I was at a party with my nephew and he was probably about nine, eight or nine years old. And I saw I was eating a lot of candy and I, I was like, dude, you better slow down with that candy. Um, you know, I mean, eat as much as you want, but you might make yourself sick there. You keep going at that pace. Well, of course he did make himself sick, but that's how we learn. It's not a bad thing. He's not going to, I mean, he is not going to die from it. But I used to do the same thing as I'd eat to excess things and make myself sick with it. But I also, for a long time, I many, many years, decades, I would way overeat in order to feel stuffed, in order to feel like practically comatose, in order to compensate for the intensity of the emotion that I was feeling. And it worked. It would dull me out. And as I got older and I had more control over my world, I could self-medicate not just with food, but with alcohol. And um, don't tell my dad, but I started drinking when I was 13. And um, and then smoking pot and doing drugs and acid and mescaline and all those kinds of things. And, um, and then I didn't like the drugs anymore, but I was still self-medicating with alcohol, definitely with cigarettes. I started smoking when I was 13, too. And um, 
all different ways to dampen my feelings. So self-medicating with watching television definitely was doing that when I was a child as much as I could. And I would just go into a trance, absolutely go into a trance watching television. And hmm, and then as I got older, some of the other ways I self-medicated, talking on the phone. And then when I became super spiritual, I would self-medicate with volunteering, but still keeping all the favorites, the smoking, the drinking, the eating. I was never one to self-medicate with sex. My high level of sensitivity, I, I just... Oh, it didn't work for me to um, have to be promiscuous. I used to pray to be promiscuous. I kid you not, but I just couldn't handle it. I'm too way too sensitive a person for all that uh, kind of interaction. And uh, being a highly sensitive type of person, I say I'm highly sensitive, but I'm not delicate. I'm very much like a my constitution is like a mule, my personality also. <laughs> and so um, this, this highly sensitive nature would, I would just want to drown it all out, escape from it. And one way I could do it was through self-medication. What I realized is that, and I'm really only getting the absolute clarity of this, in these weeks since I asked Spirit, what can I do to be more helpful? And the answer came through, do a free class on self-medication. So looking deeply into it, I realized that the end of my self-medication really began when I made the commitment to stop judging and attacking. Now, it took me years to eliminate for the most part i'm still not there 100 percent, but it took me it took me a couple of years to really make a huge shift in the attacking judging complaining criticizing mindset but i was very very willing and so i just partnered up with the holy spirit again and again and again and again throughout the day and over and over and over again saying, Holy Spirit, take these thoughts out of my mind. I will not think them. I will not energize them. They are not true. They're of no value to me. Please take them from me. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And so doing that many times a day for a couple of years, it really diminished the habit of attack thoughts and simultaneously simultaneously the judge the um self-medication fell away so i was an on and off smoker for a long time i quit several times uh with and the first two times I quit, like the very first time I quit was, I was probably about 28 years old and it was really hard, really, really hard. And, um, I don't remember much about the second time I quit, of course, cause I started back up again. <laughs> and the third time, because I started back up again, I had a, a sweetheart who was a smoker and, um, Ugh. But third time I quit, it was really because I was in this transformation of loving myself instead of attacking myself and attacking everyone else because there's only one. If I'm attacking anyone, I'm attacking myself. What I do to the least of them, I do to myself. What I do to myself, I do to the least of them because there's only one. If I'd like to help all the the poor and underprivileged people of the world, let me love myself and be that loving example, that mind shift. So we work both sides of it and we get there faster, loving ourselves and loving others. 
So in really making that strong, strong commitment to loving others and myself, the self-medication just naturally fell away. I became less and less interested in it. Less times of needing to escape through watching television or alcohol. And what's what's really, really great about that, the biggest, biggest side benefit, uh, actually, you know what? I'm going to save that for after the break. We've got a break coming up here. And I'm just going to tell you on the break that... Um, we have uh, wonderful opportunities to um, do all kinds of things at uh, free things and wonderful things at um, it's it's just so great. And if you would like to uh, sign up for some of them or learn more about them and follow up one of the things you can do is you can text the word radio to 35227 text the word radio to 35227 and uh, I'm Jennifer Hadley you are listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio we're living the love walking the talk and I'll be right back Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Ah, welcome back. I seem to be having some really interesting technical stuff going on. (laughs) I'm hearing music playing in my headset. I'm going to just turn it down, Jeff, because it went from chanting to rock and roll music. I don't know what's going on there. (laughs) <laughs> but it's a little distracting, so I'm going to see if I can uh, figure it out here. Ah, life. Life. Technology. I think it's Van Halen. Yep, can't seem to... T- oh, that's on my phone. That's what that is. That's weird. All right. Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, self-medication. I, I don't know if you heard me as I was going out because um, so loud. Sometimes the for me in my headset, the the music when it plays. And um, if you would like to get, uh, we're gonna we start we're starting a new service where uh, once the radio show is recorded every week and transcribed every week, we're gonna send an email to those who would like. With highlights, so for instance, at 10 minutes in, I tell the story of this. At, at 20 minutes in, I tell. So you can just see what those highlights are and know more about the content of that episode of the radio show, plus with links to go and get the transcript and things like that. And we can also put in there some of the other things that are just going on and of course there's no charge for any of that if you'd like to sign up for that text the word radio to 35227 and I'm rebooting the free text messages and you can go to either acimtext.com or you can text the word miracles to 35227 miracles to three five two two seven uh and uh so there you go there you have it ah yes so back to our topic and i was going to share with you uh something and let me see i got so distracted here let me see if i can find out what it is I'm also having technical difficulties in the background. Um, So I realized that my self-medication was falling away because I was not in attack mode all of the time. You know, it's interesting, in Masterful Living class, my year-long class last evening, 
someone was saying, as they often do, that they had not realized how, or they, they're realizing just how And that was a a wake-up call, my words, actually. But over the 10 years that I've been offering my Year Masterful Living course, uh, so many people have told me at the, that they felt at the beginning of the class, I would talk about, let's get about how many judgments have. Uh, and let's... Let's heal this. This is what true forgiveness is, letting go of our judgments, the meaning we made of things, our interpretations. So they'll say three months into the course, they'll say, Jennifer, when I started this course back in January, when you were talking about judgments, I thought, well, she's not really talking to me. I'm not very judgmental. In fact, I'm one of the least judgmental people that I know. And then they'd come back a few months later and they'd say, OMG, I am intensely judgmental. I did not realize I am judging all the time. And so this is the thing is that it's so accepted by our personality, we've trained ourselves so well to judge without ceasing, interpreting, making meaning of everything. Remember, that's where A Course in Miracles starts. The lessons start with, I have given everything all the meaning that it has for me. That's where it starts. And then lesson five, I'm never upset for the reason I think. Right, So we get upset and we think we're upset because someone left the milk out on the counter and didn't put it away or they didn't empty the dishwasher or we're mad because they didn't return our call. No, we are not upset for any of these reasons. We're never upset because of what's going on in the world, even if what's going on in the world is our houses burning down. We're upset because of our interpretation, and our interpretation is, this is not good. This is not what I want. And we have forgotten that there is a holiness and a perfection and a one-minded nature that is divine, that is actually, actually organizing everything for our good, and we're standing around all day long, or sitting around, laying around all day long going, it's not for my good. No, my good would be that I have lots of money. My good would be that I love my job. My good would be that I really love my spouse or my children instead of thinking, dang, these people are making me nuts. All day long, we're in the judging mind. That's what I discovered. And the more I committed to just giving the thoughts to the Holy Spirit for healing, just exactly what A Course in Miracles teaches us to, and we don't have to... Um, Oh, so many people get caught in studying A Course in Miracles without living it. So that's why my programs are about living A Course in Miracles, walking the talk, living the love. This is what I'm interested in because this is what is creating so much healing in my life. So I really am looking at, wow, the more I hand over Every upsetting thought to the Holy Spirit, relinquish the need to think it, the belief in it, the self-medication went away. It was no longer necessary. Catch this, my friend. The self-medication was no longer necessary because I was not feeling upset all the time. You see, like I used to go visit my brother, and I've I've shared this many times. I used to go visit my brother and his wife and children, and after three days, I think, oh God, I can't be with them anymore. This is depressing. This is sad. I don't like it here. It's not a happy place. 
I don't know what I was thinking. Why did I book myself to be here for five days? I've got a three-day limit before it just permeates every part of my being. I can't stand it. I am not happy here. I feel so unhappy. It's the low vibrational vibe. All right. So once I really cleared out the lion's share of all these judgments and I committed to being with my family without judgment, I could stay with them for months, which I've been doing on and off for the last few years, weeks at a time, not feeling angry, not feeling upset, not minor irritations and frustrations. Yes, I still have that every day, (laughs) but I don't attach to them. I don't need to be right about them all the time. And so I am experiencing no need to go into self-medication because I'm not upsetting myself all the time with my thoughts. Before, I think, I have to get away from these people. Their vibration is so low. No, my thoughts about them were the low vibration that I wanted to get away from. So the only way I could figure out to get away from them was to escape into self-medication, watching television, going to the movies, shopping, uh, alcohol, cigarettes, food, talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking and talking on the phone with friends, calling every friend I knew to share my complaints. That's what I used to do. All these different forms of self-medication, volunteering excessively at church because I didn't want to be home alone self-medicating. I was self-medicating with others at church. And part of my motivation was I'm here to get validation. I'm here to get self-validation, self-approval. Let the whole world see how good Jennifer is. She's volunteering so much to exhaustion. So one of the things I realized as I was moving into ministry was, uh, this is not a good example for a minister to uh, be excessively volunteering. That is not a good example. So I stopped it. And uh, so many things I've learned about taking good care of myself. And... um, It's interesting. It's interesting. Sometimes when people are really getting to know me and spending more time with me, they'll say, you take really good care of yourself. You work a lot. I see that you really work a lot and you love the work, but you also take really good care of yourself. You have really good boundaries. And um, because I'm checking in with spirit. I am not the decider. I, Spirit, you decide for me and then help me to feel the highest and best decision. This is how the end of self-medication came for me. And one of the things that I was teaching in class last night is as I was really working with this, because I would, I would self-medicate to the point where I was completely drunk. And I'd smoke too many cigarettes and I'd eat too much salty food and I'd stay up way too late watching television, passing out in front of the television, but persisting, not going to bed. Instead, rewinding the, the movie to, to, you know, backing it up. Wait, I missed that part. I'm going to watch it again. Oh, I fell asleep again. I'm going to back it up. I used to do that three and four times. And I, I was so inebriated, so out of it, I couldn't hear my higher self saying, girl, just go to bed. What are you doing? But my personality was defiant. No, I don't have to go to bed early. I don't have to be a good girl. I can do whatever I want, including I can totally trash myself. And then I'd wake up in the morning and it was often on days when I had to get up early Crazy self-sabotage, crazy self-punishment. But now I literally 
I had an experience not too long ago where I wept for joy that I had all these experiences because I've come through the other side and I can clearly articulate how I did it and inspire and encourage and support others who would like to do it as well. I didn't know how to stop my self-medication, but now I do. And the Holy Spirit did it. The Holy Spirit did it in me. So here's one really good tip for you that I'd like to make sure I articulate. So one of the things I would do, because I had such a re- rebellious personality, and I would, I would think, uh, like I would think, I'm never going to do that again. I'm not doing that again. And my personality would just lay in wait. The ego would lay in wait, and be like. Oh, this is a perfect time to self-medicate. You've got to get away from all this, escape from this. This is too much. And I would be so weak, like, oh, yeah, of course I do. Yeah, what else am I going to do? I can't just feel these feelings. They're horrible. So what I learned is I could do this. It was like a trick to the ego. I'd say, okay, I feel like self-medicating with whatever thing it is. Because uh, some days I love to just say, today's movie day, or today is national, let's get horizontal day, and I'm going to lay on the sofa, and I'm going to order in my favorite foods, and I am going to watch the movies I've been stacking up and wishing to watch, and I'm going to have a great horizontal day. That is, for me, it's not self-medication. This is just like saying, today I'm going to the beach. Some days it's that. Today I'm going to the beach. Today I'm whatever. And I love to watch movies and certain programs and things like that. And just relax and order in food and um, hang out with friends or by myself. But you see, for me, self-medication was isolating, alone, was punishing. I felt that it was wrong the whole time. It's a very different energy. So I was doing it in reaction, the self-medication. When I plan a horizontal day, no, it's, it's just a treat that I'm arranging for myself. It's not a reaction to anything. So. I learned to say, okay, I feel like self-medicating. Here's what I feel like self-medicating with. Food, alcohol, television, whatever it is. And I'm giving myself full permission to do whatever I would like. But first, I'm going to do these three things. I'm going to pray and invite the angels to walk with me. I am going to drink this big glass of water, and I'm going to go for a walk around the block. It will take me five minutes. So all three of those things would take me 10 minutes. And then I could self-medicate till the middle of the night, whatever I feel like. And what I would find was I would come back, and I'd think, no, I don't really feel like self-medicating anymore. I think what I'm going to do instead is I think I'm going to clean out my refrigerator or I, you know, I think I'm just going to enjoy watching a movie and I'll have one beer and that'll be fine. And it would be fine. So this is the thing that I learned is I could give myself permission to do whatever I wanted like tricking the ego instead of provoking the ego where the ego would be like, oh, uh, uh, do it, do it, do it, do it. (laughs) So it really worked for me. I encourage you to follow those steps. Say a prayer, even if your prayer is just angels, surround me, enfold me, like lesson 182. I call the name of God. And the angels surround me and run interference with the ego. But I have full permission, ego or no ego. I have full permission to do whatever I feel like doing. 
I'm not a chocolate person, but eat that whole chocolate cake. Going to make a cake and eat the whole thing, whatever it might be for you. But do these things first. Make that prayer. Call upon the angels. Drink that big glass of water and go outside. Maybe you can't walk around the block. Just step outside into the fresh air. Maybe you want to combine things. Take that glass of water, step outside into the fresh air, put your bare feet on the ground, because maybe you've got all the windows open, so you've got fresh air. Like in Hawaii, I almost always had all the windows open. And uh, But you could go out and step on the ground. Step on the ground. Hug a tree. Seriously. And... These things will help you to get back in touch with your holiness. And you can still make the choice to self-medicate if you like, but you'll be able to make your choice, whatever that choice is, from a higher place. And that's a different experience. So this the, the key for me to ending self-medication was... I see it now. I didn't see it then, but but because it, it it naturally stopped for me. I mean, there's still times when I think, okay, I'm definitely full, but I still would like to have dessert. Ma, ma, mama's mouth wants to have dessert. I want to taste that creme brulee, but now I can taste it. I don't have to eat the whole thing, and. Now I can stop eating sooner and save room for dessert. I don't have to eat everything on my plate anymore. So I'm having a different experience that feels healthy and in tune with spirit. And if we're we're trying to end self-medication because we'd like to lose weight, that's not going to be the shift in consciousness that will actually help us to keep the weight off. So the thing to do is to put the Holy Spirit in charge. You decide for me. And then look at what are the root causes of self-medication. The root cause is we're trying to numb ourselves. And we also are punishing ourselves. And we're also sabotaging ourselves so that we can slow down our spiritual growth. So these are the root causes. And it all stems from if we're in attack mode, known or unknown, recognized or unrecognized, if we're thinking these condemning, judgmental, critical, manipulative thoughts, denial of our intuition, all day long, the buildup of the pain that we're causing ourselves is what propels us, compels us into self-medication. That's what I can see now. I also would find that, for instance, I'd be taking classes at Agape and my vibration would get so high in the class that I would have to plan for self-medication and stop and get a bottle of wine or something on the way home to bring my vibration back down because I was so uncomfortable with the higher vibration. I didn't know then what I know now, which is now, if I were feeling that, I could say to the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, help me to feel comfortable at the higher vibration see there are more choices when we're more awake and isn't that spectacular so this is how we end self-medication we put the holy spirit in charge and we have some simple tools a big glass of spring water recalibrating our vibration with a prayer uh, a step out into nature, calling upon the angels to support us. And most importantly, healing the root causes of self-medication, 
which are that we're in so much pain because instead of being loving, we're being mean and unkind in our mind. So I learned that if I can give all the painful thoughts to the Holy Spirit all day long and just keep saying, take these thoughts out of my mind so I never think them again, the Holy Spirit will do it. It's amazing how it works. But without our willingness, the Holy Spirit, those thoughts just stay there like a big painful stew of painful thoughts. But the Holy Spirit can do so much if we're willing. So that is the key to ending self-medication. We don't have to do behavior modification. So that's what my five-day challenge is all about. It's not about uh, behavior modification. and It's about let's really look at what's going on. Let's look at how can we engage in the healing of the root causes and feel committed to that. Not changing our behavior, but changing our mind. Seek not to change the world. Behavior is part of the world of form. Instead of seeking to change the behavior, instead of seeking to change the world, we're changing our mind about it by letting the Holy Spirit do the heavy lifting. So grateful for that. Yes. And if you're really interested in this, let me tell you about a couple things we have coming up. Corinne Zupko, tomorrow, August 15th, is starting her Healing Anxiety six-week class. And you can enroll now and get that class with her. If anxiety is your thing, she can help you to do this deep work and have a healing. She's been through it. And she knows because of her deep practice of living A Course in Miracles. And then in the fall, come October, first weekend in October, I'm doing my Forgive and Be Free retreat. And I do that uh, back-to-back with my spiritual counseling training intensive. The next training, spiritual counseling training intensive will probably be in June of 2018. So it's going to be a while off. And so I'm inviting you to uh, come to these two back-to-back. And uh, you don't have to, but you can do one or the other. But I put them back-to-back so that people will do that deep healing work. It's amazing. You can read the testimonials uh, at jenniferhadley.com. Big thank you to all the donators, the ones who donate to make these free classes possible and to make the free A Course in Miracles app possible. Go to acimapp.com or just look in the iTunes or Stitcher store or whatever, wherever you get your apps from, whatever device you have. So grateful and thankful. We are blessed. And so it is. Amen.